I I live in a weird world. I realized this yesterday after something strange happened to me. You only realized yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> I thought before this, everything was normal. I thought a global pandemic was totally normal. I thought having to wear masks everywhere we go was totally normal. I thought us developing weapons that can destroy the entire world was normal. I thought that raising an animal in the millions just to let them live something like 10% of how long they're supposed to live, kill them and eat them, was totally normal. Until this shit happened to me yesterday. Uh, <laughs> then I realized this is not normal. <laughs> I was waiting to cross a traffic light. When a gentleman stands next to me, he had hair like Einstein. So I thought, hey, this guy must be smart. But then he wasn't wearing a shirt. So then I thought, wow, he's so smart. He's figured out how to live life without a shirt. That's amazing. But then I noticed something really strange. His pants were tucked under his cock and balls. You know, men men listening can probably imagine what they, that looks like. It's kind of like how, you know, as a kid, sometimes you would just kind of tuck it under your cock and balls and pee. You can't do that as an adult. For some reason, the pee doesn't come out. But when I was a child, the pee came out. It's because, you know, the elastic band would kind of close the, the, I don't know, the pee, the pee valve. Is it called a urethra? It's been a while since I went to school. Anyway, his cock and balls was out and I thought, Okay, um, homelessness, uh, nothing strange so far. I could still have a normal day. Strangely enough, there, there were traffic police around. Uh, and, and I saw just a few blocks away, some policemen just chilling in a restaurant. Nobody was doing anything about this man with his cock and balls just out. And it was the first time I saw a live dick in a while, ever since boarding school, I think. <laughs> And it was nice to know, like, ah, he has pubes just like me. <laughs> I got a bigger dick for sure. But the pubes, though, I was like, damn. And how are your balls so perfectly round? <laughs> I had enough time to, like, appreciate the curvature of his balls. I was like, hey, your balls are quite beautiful, man. They're not saggy. They're like perfectly round. Even though you don't wear underwear, nothing that supports your balls. So they kind of stay. It's like bras, you know. Apparently, if you wear boxes, your balls are just going to droop and droop and gravity will do its magic. But if you wear those triangle pants, like it supports your balls. So he, he's obviously not wearing underwear from what I can see. It's just pants. It's just pants. That's all he's wearing. And... Um, yeah, I just thought, man, if there was such thing as a ball model, like he could be a ball model. Like, you know how some people are hand models? He can't be a porn star because his cock was too small. But uh, <laughs> anyway, okay, no, no, I'm getting really derailed. Let me continue with the story. The green, the, the green walking man comes on. We cross the road together side by side. Like, it made me feel, oh, look at this. Uh, I was born with privilege. This guy has nothing. Yet we're crossing the road and sharing this moment in humanity together. And for some reason, it's really weird, but I just had the had like an internally poetic moment when I, when I felt that. Like, oh, look at us. We're just average guys, right? Both of us are totally average guys <laughs> crossing the road. 
when we get to the end of the road, he steals a traffic cone. That was just that was just there. He didn't say anything. He just picked it up, starts walking away. And I'm just kind of stunned. I, I'm just standing there watching him walk away, and I'm just staring in my eyes. I'm just thinking, what the fuck am I watching? What is going on here? He looks back, and then he notices me. And then he turns around. He did a 180 and walks towards me. I'm like, oh boy, is this going to become a thing? <laughs> Something's going to happen? Is he going to say some crazy shit? I don't know. But he's walking right towards me, making eye contact. <coughs> As he reaches me, he says, oh, Jangan risau, ini bini aku. He's, which means, uh, hey, don't worry, this is my wife. And then he walks away again. I want what he's smoking. <laughs> I think that if I could smoke what he smokes on a regular basis, I might have a happy, much happier life. <laughs> Man, can you imagine being so free that you can just marry a traffic cone on the spot? <laughs> Let's start this shit. Hello, you beautiful fucks, and welcome, and welcome. It's the comedy podcast. Hey, you beautiful fuck. Welcome to number 111 of the comedy podcast coming to you on. Thank God it's Friday. The hard lockdown is over. Bars and restaurants are open. The vaccine is out. It looks like things are starting to turn around. Let's not get too optimistic, though, because you know how the universe works. It has a way of saying, fuck you, and fucking shit up. Today's episode, I'm going to be talking about Eminem and how some kids on TikTok, TikTok, are trying to cancel him. And it's over some lyrics. I'm going to get to that in a second. After that, I'm going to talk about working on myself. When I talked to an American yesterday... I thank you, neighbor's car alarm. Can you guys hear that? Oh, that's going to be on for a while. Whatever. Um, yeah, I was talking to some American fuck and I had some stupid thoughts that made me feel like a horrible human being. I want to share. I want to talk about China taking over the world, eating lots of fruits, the direction of humanity, because I'm like Nostradamus over here. I want to talk about the universe, man. And yesterday, I didn't finish talking about listener questions because I was out of time. So I'm going to tackle that today. So before I talk about Eminem, I want to share a tote. Should I restart this shit? Okay, it stopped. Okay, here's the tote. What do you do, guys, men in the audience? What do you do when a woman sends you a text with a link to a YouTube video? What do you do? Huh? Do you stop everything to watch it? So yesterday, my woman sends me a link. And the video is about a guy who shares his experience in the Marine Corps. That is one hour long. A one hour long YouTube video in the middle of the day. About a topic that is frank, frankly banal. Am I saying that word right? Banal? Banal? I really want to know, guys, what the fuck are you supposed to do in that situation? Tell me something. 
Am I supposed to stop everything? Just stop what I'm doing. Stop working. Stop trying to <coughs> provide for my future family. You know, stop working in this company where dozens of people are relying on me. Just stop it. And watch some guy talk about getting whacked by his drill instructor for a whole hour. Why do people do this? Why do people do this? Why do people send you YouTube videos at the end of the day? I mean, at the, in the middle of the day. And then you feel sort of a guilt for not clicking on it or like commenting on it. You know what I mean? I enjoyed every minute of that video. <laughs> Something about Taylor, man. She's amazing. I mean, I know. And, I, and I'm so tired of listening to you brag about your girlfriend. Come on, guys. Come on. Come on, just just tahan. I'm I'm happy here. Let me share my happiness. Previously, in previous relationships, whenever a woman did that, I wanted to throw my fucking phone over a building. <laughs> I'm like, why are you sending me fucking ghost documentaries? It's the day. It's good. It's, I got shit to do, woman. I need a sip of water, guys. Give me like five seconds. All this yelling into the mic. Taking a toll sometimes. Anyway. But Taylor has a good like su success rate, percentage rate. Something like uh, maybe 60 to 70% of the YouTube videos she sent me are... She sends me are interesting. <clears throat> so guys, if you want to find the one, right? Take... Like keep a spreadsheet of... <laughs> how interesting the content she sends you is. Because that's just the world we live in now, right? People just send you content left, right, and center. And if the person you're PP touching with is going to send you content too, you might as well be uh, evaluating, <laughs> evaluating them. Shit, I left the aircon on the whole time. Evaluating them based on the content they're sharing. Anyway, <clears throat> um... So you guys might be wondering in general, what do I do in this situation, man? What if my what if my woman is sending me like videos I just do not give a shit about? That that's one hour long. First of all, God help you. <laughs> um, in situations like that, I I'm so happy to just say I'm out. <laughs> I'd rather just go like <coughs> I'd rather just go like I'm out rather than have to deal with that conversation. I'm kidding, guys. Knowing how to deal with those tough, those tough, um, these tough situations is what can really make you like as a as a very quality partner in the long run. So when someone's annoying you with content, especially someone important in your life, it's a real challenge for you to just tell them as nicely and as as less dickish as you can, you know, with no anger, coming from a place of love, just telling them. <clears throat> Hi, uh, I don't want you... I don't really enjoy getting these YouTube videos in the middle of the day. It just gives me pressure. Pressure to watch it even though when I don't want to watch it. And I know I'm not going to like it. And then when I spend an hour watching something I don't like just so I can reply to you. It, it doesn't make me feel nice. If she flips out, <coughs> if she flips out and she says something like... Or he, if he or she flips out and be like, Oh, then you don't care about me. I just want to show you. It's so cool. I think it's cool. Huh? The things I that I think are cool are not important to you. Get the fuck out of there. Like <laughs> you weren't bad. You came from a place of love. If she re if he or she or they retort with like some monologue like that, fuck that person, honestly. 
There are like 7 billion people on the earth. 30-something million in Malaysia. A lot of hot... Why is Singaporean so good looking? 8 million hot ones in Singapore. So find somebody else, you know. Find a Bangla. Bangla's... <laughs> Bangla's aren't going to give you this much shit. Apologies, guys. My throat's so fucked today. Let's finally talk about Eminem. <clears throat> So there's a group of Gen Z people who are trying to cancel Eminem. And it was, it, funnily enough, it's just based on one song. They found the lyrics to this one song. And then they got offended. Let me tell you which song it was. <clears throat> you remember the 2010 hit with Rihanna? Just gonna stand there and watch me burn. That was the country edition. Anyway. <laughs> <coughs> Uh, Eminem had these lyrics, all right? Yeah, let me find it. If she ever tries to leave again, I'm going to tie her to the bed and set this house on fire. Remember that? If she ever tries to fucking leave again, I'm going to tie her to the bed and set this house on fire. <laughs> Violence against women is never funny. So in the original TikTok video... This uh, Gen Z girl was playing this song in the background and then she had like a what the fuck kind of face and was moving her hands like in a what the fuck kind of way. Playing the song in the background, looking all annoyed <clears throat> and then had a caption that said, yes, let's cancel him. I didn't know that we have 15 year old Karens now. God damn. I thought Karens were supposed to be middle aged fucks, but no, nope. <clears throat> we got these young ones, these young uns. And then the, the the awesome thing is the internet just freaking jumped up to defend Eminem. It was awesome. I love, <clears throat> as annoying as this Karen is, I'm actually in love with how she did this and why... She, I mean, I'm in love with why she did this because it sort of awoken this thing on the TikTok universe and actually news articles in general, everybody, Twitter people chimed in. They were saying things like, fuck cancel culture. Like, I like that... It's opening people's eyes to how ridiculous the way some of these people think are, you know? For lyrics that are like 11 years old, 11 or 10, 10 years, 3 months. And <laughs> so for fun, right? After this, I looked up uh, rap lyrics from, <clears throat> I just Googled offensive rap lyrics. I just wanted to see what I could find. And uh, funnily enough, not all of these people are cancelled. So here, here, check this out. Do you remember Iggy Azalea? What a big, what a back, what a big, what a back, what a doot that, doot that, doot that. <laughs> Possibly the best lyricist in the world at the at this moment. Oh man, she's fucking hilarious. So Iggy had this line from a song, and it says, When the relay starts, I'm a runaway slave. Master. <laughs> I'm a runaway slave, dot, 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 master. Nice. Uh, I, I mean, uh, should I say nice? No. So, you know, you know why Iggy got, got cancelled, right? For those who don't know, let me just tell you the story, I guess. A lot of people got offended that she was a fucking white, not just white, you know, she's like fucking white. She looks like a Viking. She looks like a Ragnar Lothbrok's wife. <laughs> kind of. Um, but 
She raps like a black person. She does an act of do that, do that. Like, <laughs> like in her raps as much as she can. Like if you didn't see her face and you listen to her music, you would have thought that it was a, ra- a black woman rapping. And a lot of people got offended. Like, why are you sounding like a black woman? You're making money off black culture when you're not even black. Basically that. And I know I did that in a mocking tone, but I, I'm honestly very conflicted about this. Can a whole culture own the copyright to a music but at the same time you need to acknowledge their feelings whereby you already have so many opportunities as a white person why do you have to come here and do our thing so it's complicated i haven't thought out i haven't thought through this issue out uh, properly yet but then so people already didn't like her and then she makes this joke like i'm a runaway slave <laughs> Of course, black people with all their trauma, you know, in the US are going to be like, yo, you're crossing the line. (laughs) State lines. Oh! (laughs) Okay. Tyler, the creator, said in one of his rap videos, rape a pregnant bitch and tell my friends I had a threesome. God damn. Damn, these some of these guys are creative. <laughs> Rape a pregnant bitch and tell my friends I had a threesome. That is nasty. Fucking nasty. I don't know much about Tyler, the creator. I'll check him out after this. But you know, I need to work on myself. Because when I read that, I had a thought in my head. Like, if there were triplets in, in the, the woman's belly, he can tell his friends he had an orgy. <laughs> I'm kidding. He can tell his friends that he committed a serious crime of rape. Anyway, Nicki Minaj had a really good one. She said, when I was a geisha, he was a samurai. Somehow I understood him when he spoke Thai. (laughs) This is some racist shit right here. What the? What was he saying in Thai? Maybe he was saying shrimp fly lie. Then... (laughs) Is that even Thai? Maybe he was saying Tom Yum Soup. <laughs> Harris, you're calling someone a, 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 a racist for these Asian stereotypes. And then you're making some of your own. Like, what the fuck, man? You fucking hypocrite. I get that, guys. I get it. Talking out of my ass here, okay? All right. <clears throat> anyway. Oh, I could use a mango. Is it a mango? Yeah, mango salad right now. Kanye said, (coughs) sorry, Kanye said, don't try to treat me like I ain't famous. My apologies. Are you into astrology? Because I'm trying to make it to Uranus. Oh, (laughs) I love a good Uranus joke. I really do. Uh, Maybe that one wasn't so offensive. It was just terrible (laughs) and awesome at the same time. Something about me, guys. I just love seeing things that are terrible and and thinking they're awesome. I don't know. Something about my brain. All right. Let's talk about, let's talk about the thing where I said I wanted to work on myself. Some internal problems I have. Yesterday, I spoke with an American on the phone who wanted me to be a guest on his podcast. So I was really, I was really like in a good mood, in a good mood until I had this thought. And then the thought is so fucked up. The first thing, the, the first thing was like how he pronounced my name. He was like, hey, uh, how do I pronounce your name? Do I call you Harith? <laughs> Harith? 
I guess, which is fine. You know, I get that a hundred percent. You know, you're a white guy in the other side, on the other side of the world. You know, if both of us went to Africa, we'd be like <laughs> getting everyone's names wrong. All right. So, I mean, you're not going to expect someone from China to be able to pronounce a name like Terence. You know, Terence. <laughs> What's your name, Terence? Sounds like like bird talents. It's fine. It's fine. So I corrected him and all that. Told him how to pronounce my name. No issue. It's just that the way he pronounced it the first time was with such a confidence. Hey, Hayrith. <laughs> such a confidence that I can only prescribe to Americans. So, th- so then I asked him for his name. Here's the fucked up part. He was a white guy and I asked him for his name. And at the back of my head, at the back of my head, and I'm not proud of this, but I th- I had this thought. Please don't be a generic white guy name. Please don't be like a Jerry or a Jimmy or a Bill or a Larry. <laughs> it's like, if you have a really fucking white guy name, I'm going to laugh. I, I, I had that thought. His name was John. <laughs> John is like in the top 10 of the whitest names you can come up with, I think. And I had to stop myself from laughing hysterically. I fucking bit my lip. He was such a nice guy too. So I felt bad for like finding his name funny. The most normal name ever. That's why I feel like, that's why I'm saying I need to work on myself. All right. Like like John, because John sounds like the name of some guy you read from a storybook growing up, you know. And then there's a guy in real life named John. It's really weird for me. And that's what I need to work on. People are allowed to have normal names. What the fuck was I expecting? Williamson, like Williamson the fifth. <laughs> Work on yourself, Harris. China! People are like, China is going to take over the world, man. I don't think so. Not necessarily. Look, China is a superpower. Totally feasible, but maybe not in our lifetime. And I want to talk about why. They might dominate economically in our lifetime, but they're lacking in soft power, you know, cultural influence, which is something that the U.S. have been building for decades. Since like the 1900s, the beginning is over a hundred years now. They've been developing this cultural product, cultural products, in fact, that they've they, they've taken the art of making these cultural products to another level that that almost nobody can compete here in Malaysia you know all even just all around the world people consume american culture we we listen to their music watch their hollywood movies keep up with their presidential elections we speak their fucking language when we conduct international business and that all of that is not changing anytime soon. It's about attention, guys. It's about influencing hearts and minds. We don't consume Chinese cultural products, you know? And the re- and because of that, they're never going to be a true global superpower, in my opinion. Previously, like when the French were a global superpower, international commerce, commerce, business was like, ha, 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 kwasa, kwasa, ha, and then it became English. Until they make Chinese cultural exports, until they make it 
until they make it as good as K-pop, China is not overtaking the US as a superpower. Done. <laughs> so that's my thoughts on that particular issue. I eat fruits all the time. And it makes me shit a lot. It really does. Here's, but here's the thought process. Fruits make me live longer, right? They're supposed to. How much longer? They don't really tell me. But the problem is, eating lots of fruits means that I spend more time on the toilet. Because all the fiber has to leave my body, obviously, right? So I'm going to shit more. So now my question is, if I'm extending my life, you know, I'm extending my life, I'm getting more time. If I'm getting more time, but just to spend more time on the toilet... Doesn't that just mean that fruits are making my life shit? <laughs> it's like a zero sum. I gain time, but I spend more time in the toilet and the, the time on the toilet is literally shit. So my life is becoming shit now. What a profound thought. And I want you to carry that with you throughout the rest of the day. Just think about that randomly as you're driving. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling your, your mind with literal crap. <laughs> Ah. Okay, here is where humanity is headed. Yes, I have all the answers. Humanity is headed in this direction. We are constantly building better technology. Our dildos are amazing. <laughs> I'm kidding. I tried one the other day and oh boy, let me tell ya. I'm, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. So we have the technology to wipe out every human being on earth. It's quite profound. Every single person we can kill with the press of a few buttons, which is fine, which is fine, I guess. I mean, weapons manufacturers, they can make a lot of money from this. Support It supports, you know, the ability to destroy the entire world, supports tons of people's careers, their livelihoods. We have the technology to wipe out everyone. So that the accountant, you know, who works at the weapons company can afford to buy his little girl a bicycle all because the government pays him pays his company to make something that can wipe out his entire family i guess that's a fine thing but it's not a fine thing actually i think it would only be a fine thing if we all knew how to get along the problem is we as a human species we fight it's the thing about human beings people can dislike each other for little to no reason Little to no reason, you know. They can they, they just don't vibe with each other. I don't know, man. Something about him just rubs me the wrong way. I don't vibe with him. And two people can start a cold war within a soldier, within a social group. Within a social group, they just start a cold war. Ugh, did you see his Instagram story? Like, who cares about what you ate for lunch? But not me, right? You totally care that I had gluten-free waffles. <laughs> Two people can vibe for no reason. And that's just two human beings. Now times that by a few million and then billions. And you arrive at the perfectly reasonable conclusion that if two people can't get along just for no reason, then two entire countries cannot vibe with each other. At first, for little to no reason. But you know, after a while, after a while... Like, 
it's like the chicken and egg situation. A disc comes out from nowhere. No one knows where it started. And two, two countries just fucking hate each other. And these countries have nuclear weapons. Where do you think this is headed? Do you know how many YouTube videos there are predicting a war? Everyone's like, war, war, war. It's not going to end well, folks. And I suggest you stockpile as many, as much canned food as you can. You know, have a chicken coop chicken coop at the back of your house so you can live off their dead babies when the end times comes don't get a cow cows poop everywhere uh, <laughs> don't get a goat either it'll invite satan into your house and the last thing you want at your house during the end of the world is satan uh that's just a throwback to a previous episode you need to realize this folks people are not gonna get along no matter what and you know, people are optimists about the world. Like, it's all going to be fine, man. Not me. Uh, as much as I can, I'm going to prepare for the end times. Harith is a prepper now. That's right. I'm one of those annoying people. Oh, I'm reaching the end of the episode. Oh, man, I didn't finish my list today. It's okay. Let's just start with the, the listener questions. All right. I got this lady on Instagram who asked, who asked me. Give me tips on how to date a Navy. She wants to date an entire Navy? Man, that's like thousands of men. Why would you want to date a thousand? I'm kidding. <laughs> I think she just didn't complete her sentence. A Navy man. Give me tips on how to date a Navy. I mean, what should I do every time I feel like giving up on the relationship? We're currently on a long distance relationship. So there's always issues. You know girls, right? <laughs> This is the internalized misogyny the feminists are talking about. The crazy ones, at least. I've, or actually, is it also feminists? I don't know. So these feminists are like, you know, misogyny is not just from men. It's internalized in women as well. We need to stop misogynizing ourselves. And I think this is an example. Like, comma, you know, not uh, parentheses, brackets, you know girls, right? <laughs> He's a good man, but he's also very defensive law. Every time I rise an issue, he'll be prepared with ton shits of alasan. Alasan means reasons, excuses. He'll be prepared with ton shits of excuses. I'm so tired, yet I love him so much and I can't waste our four years of relationship plus friendship. Okay. Here's my advice for you. You want... To make a sailor happy. A guy who works in the Navy is a sailor, right? All right, here's what you do. What I want you to do is get a Sailor Moon costume and then make the skirt very short. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, is it like every Navy guy's wet dream to fuck Sailor Moon? Is that why David? I'm kidding. No, no, no. Obviously not. Most Navy guys are gay. That's a stereotype for some reason. Can anyone explain this to me? Apparently, in the military, throughout the world, it's a f it's the thing that gay guys, but if they want to join some kind of military, they join the navy. It's a joke, running joke that, you know, because they're at sea for so long with no women, they like to pee pee touch each other. And if you're not gay, you might become gay once you join the navy. My theory is, you know, gay guys, they're kind of fabulous, adventurous. I want to see the world. <laughs> That's my theory. Uh, fuck, I should 
help this lady here. She's having real relationship issues. Okay. The thing that stuck out to me the most was when she says, we're currently on long distance relationships. So there's always issues. You know how girls are like, right? So what I'm guessing is I think she's demanding a lot of his time. Lady, are you trying to text him every day? Are you sending him one hour long YouTube videos <laughs> that he's like, fuck? Are you demanding that he talks to you every day, texts you throughout the day, spend an hour on the phone with you? If you're doing that, in my opinion, that's fine. The onus is on him. It's up to him to tell you with love that he needs time, that he needs time on his own. He needs to make you feel okay with spending less time with him. So girl, in my opinion, this is actually not a you problem. The way I see it, this is his prerogative for a uh, for a healthy... Like he needs to... I, I hate to say this, but I, I just have to. He needs to man up in my opinion. He needs to put his foot down with as much love as he can and tell you what's up. That you're demanding too much of his time, that he's a busy guy, that he needs free time to think and be on his own, that kind of thing. He needs to be able to do that and make you feel confident in the relationship. And he needs to do that and make you feel happy and satisfied. He wants to make you feel like you should give him more more free time. And if he can't do that, that's his problem. Now, that's the first advice. Like, don't do anything. It's not your problem. Be miserable. Break up. <laughs> but, you know, if this relationship does mean a lot to you, then... What I said earlier was the ideal. Maybe you can't have the ideal. We don't We don't all live in a perfect world, right? Ideally, we'd all be millionaires. So then you have to extend the olive branch. Why don't you? If you really care about this relationship so much, you just sacrifice lah. Just give him space. Give him space to miss you. And I guarantee you, he'll be the one hitting you up. Why don't you text him less? Why don't you call him less? Why don't you send him less videos and enjoy life on your own? Vibe with your friends about whatever it is you're thinking about. Talk to your friends. Talk to your parents. Talk to other people. Have an enriching life of on your own. Give him that space so that you can improve your own life. You know, it's like a win-win. He gets less pissed off and then you just have more free time to yourself that you can just explore other things. I know, again, that's not... I mean, your man should be more or less your world, right? But if he doesn't want to be part of that, then maybe that's what you have to do. So yeah, that's my that's my advice to you. I hope it was helpful, you beautiful fuck. That's today's episode. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I'll speak to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.